Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm Mark Hastings and uh, in today's episode um, I'm going to be reciting the poem that I recently wrote and I'm going to be talking about a film um, that I recently re-watched which is a favourite film of mine. Um, the name of the film is Millennium which is a 1989 science fiction film uh, directed by Michael Anderson starring Chris Christopherson, Cheryl Ladd, Robert Joy, Brent Carver, Al Waxman and Daniel J. Chavanti. And I absolutely love this film. It's a favourite film of mine um, because it um, deals with time travel. I've always had a fascination with films or TV shows or stories that involve time travel, whether that's uh, those films are the Back to the Future trilogy, or the Time Machine, or um, you know all the other well-known great uh, films that deal with um, time travel. Time Cop I watched when I was a kid. Uh, as I say, I've always been fascinated by the the concept and the, the possibility of time travel. Millennium is a film that is so it's just something there's something special about it it's very dystopian you could say um and i say it's dystopian because um and i in fact i'll read you the description of the film the film follows an air crash investigator who discovers curiously strange details while investigating a recent crash a woman is sent back to his time from the future to try and derail his investigation before he uncovers their secret. And the um, yeah, the basic premise of the the, the film is that um, a group from about a thousand years in the future travel back in time uh, to save the passengers of flights that they know uh, are going to crash and what they do is they replace the passengers on board these aircraft with duplicates um, people who they're not even living anymore they're um, they duplicate the facial uh, appearances and the, the clothes that the people wearing on board these air these um, flights but they are they're not they're not people they're just basically just um just there to make up the the numbers to so that when the the air crashes are investigated they they find the bodies of the um of the passengers who are who are supposed to be on supposedly on board but what is not known is that um these passengers are saved by these people from the future a thousand years in the future um millennium is based on a 1977 short story entitled air raid by john varley um and i've never read the book i've never read the the short story i should say however i've watched the film many times um and i've always had a, a connection to it ever since i watched it when i was about 10 years old 
remember watching it on VHS. Um, I rented it um, back in the day. And I watched it and I absolutely loved it. And I've watched it countless times. And um, recently, because it's very hard to come by now, even to find a a DVD version of Millennium is very, very hard to do. Uh, however, I managed to track one down on eBay. Uh, and I ordered it because I just felt this longing to watch that film again. A film that um, I, as I say, has been a, um, a favourite of mine for a long time. So we get to, there's two um, storylines. Uh, one is set in the present day, um, and by the present day I mean 1989, and the other, as I said, is um, a thousand years in the future. Uh, and in this future, pollution has rendered humans unable to reproduce, um, and they they are abducting them and keeping them in stasis. Uh, until they can be sent into the far future to repopulate the earth in a uh, an un, uh, a time with, in which um, it is hoped that the earth will have be will be um, uh, will have um, a time in which earth has uh, healed itself from human humanity basically it's a very it's a it's a film that has a is a would have to be described as a cautionary tale you know in the 1980s um uh we were just as a human race the human race was just trying to uh come up with solutions and trying they were just trying to realize they were just coming to realize the the population with the the the, the problem i should say with um the environmental crisis um that was looming um, there was the the whole the whole hole in the ozone layer, and you know pollution was uh, you know an all time high, and uh, I believe that several you know countries were trying to come up with a, an initiative to try and um, help the environment. But then, uh, of course, there was this fear that because there was this fear that if we didn't do something about um, the harm that humanity had caused to the planet, then uh, in the far future, uh, life on this planet would be almost in, impossible. Um, and if it was possible, then the future generations would suffer because of um, our humanity's negligence. Um well, I, I I actually love the film, um, and in fact, the the main um, protagonist of the film, uh, Bill Smith, is uh, played by uh, Chris Christopherson. Um, he his his connection with um, the future, with the the mission of this this team from the future he has been going on since he was uh, a child since 1963 um uh, when he was on board an aircraft that crashed and he was the only survivor um and he meets um 
one of the uh, the time travelers uh, who uh, whose mission is to to save the passengers of these um, ill felt ill fated um, uh, flights um, that would cause a um, you know a, a crash anyway. It was good. they were going to crash anyway, um, but um, as I say, they're saved uh, just prior to the crash and uh, bill smith works for the national transportation safety board uh, and he was sent to investigate the accident of um flight um 80 uh, flight 35 and um and he's you know he uh, uncovers um some evidence that this this crash was not uh was not a usual crash the the cockpit voice recorder uh records the first officer saying that um that they're all dead they're all burnt alive when he goes back into the cockpit um you know there's something something wrong he he knows there's something wrong and then he finds um something that doesn't belong in the, the the in the crash um um but he also has these uh um encounters with um this um this woman by the name of Louise Baltimore who's played by Cheryl Ladd and uh she's dressed as a um, um a, a flight attendant um every time he meets her and um the more t- time he sees her the more he gets he re- recognizes that there's something about her that he just can't put his finger on and he is of course attracted to her and she just keeps popping up um and um they they share this uh they have share this connection and she keeps going back in time and and meeting with uh bill smith because she believes uh, that she's she's fated to she has to go back in time because he's already met her you know in his uh from his perspective um but one thing that they don't um plan for is that um a doctor by the name of uh dr arnold mayer who's played by daniel j uh Chavanti, he has been someone who has been investigating the possibility of time travel for a number of years and um he also believes that this the these uh, air crashes that have taken place um are not normal air crashes that there is something about them um and um and yeah so he he starts to uh, become interested in Bill um, Smith's investigation, um, and um, the interaction between Bill Smith and um, and Louise Baltimore are just uh, just great, you know, um, as they get to know one another. Um, and the you know the con- the conclusion is just they 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 they're constantly worried. The, the time travelers that um that it will cause a um a paradox um if anything in the past were to be 
changed fundamentally. Um, and then when Dr. Arnold Mayer um, is killed with an accident involving using, trying to um, connect a power source to a, a stunner, uh, a weapon from the future, he um, is killed and this causes a, a time quake um, which uh, basically causes the, the destruction of the civilization of the, the future. Um, and as a result of this, the only course of action is to send all the people that they've saved um, into the distant future, um, hoping that the, the future that they're being sent to uh, is one that um, yeah, can in which the, the earth can support life once again and humanity can rebuild the population once again. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a, such a great film, such a great story. Um, there are so many, um, so many aspects to it that, as I say, just, I don't, I just, they just really draw me back to, to it. The, the special effects um, are, I, I think, good for the, the time that they were made. Um, and, you know, I, I just uh, I just really think it's, uh, it's such a such a good uh, film. And I know, that, um, you know, a lot of people may not um, may not even be familiar with it as as as, as widely as as um fans like as me are um but um i just i don't know for, for me i just have this uh this connection um to the film i've always found it fascinating um as i say anything to do with time travel um is something that i always a film a story um anything i, I always gravitate towards those um and yeah, so if you've never seen the film, then I would definitely recommend that you watch it if it's ever available on TV. Um, I love the the positivity of the film, even those living in the future in this dystopian um, reality, this environment in which you know the Earth is polluted, um, and even when Louise Baltimore comes back to nineteen eighty nine, she smokes constantly because to her um the the air of modern day uh earth in the 1980s was too clean for her um and um but yeah i don't think you could do that in this day and age um have someone smoking as much as you see louise uh cheryl lad do in in the in the film but yeah it's uh as i say cautionary tale uh also a great um great commentary on the on the time that in which the film was made and also now i guess but i think in this day and age we are finally uh coming um to the realization that our our actions uh do have consequences on the environment especially um but yeah so if you've never seen the film watch the film it's great even though you know it's only got an 11% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't worry about that. Give it a, give it a watch and you might, uh, you might be surprised at how good it is. 
But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that. And as a result of watching the film, uh, I was inspired to write a poem. Um, And this has happened many times. I've watched something or heard something or read something, and I've been inspired to create something as a result. So, um, after I watched the film, um, for the first time in a long time, I decided to write a poem entitled Millennium. And I'm going to read it to you right now. In a thousand years, what will be left? In a thousand years, what will be left of us? In a thousand years, what will be left of our planet? In a thousand years, what will be undercovered underneath the dust? In a thousand years, what will be thanked for by future generations? In a thousand years, what will we as a species look like? In a thousand years, will everyone be a cybernetic organism? In a thousand years, will people have to stay inside most of the time to shield from the intensity of the sun's light? In a thousand years, will the human race be living under the worlds and travelling through time as well as through space? In a thousand years, will we have forgotten what we now hold most dear? In a thousand years, will we have been contacted by multiple intergalactic inhabitants of the galaxy, not to mention the universe? In a thousand years, will people worship artificial intelligence and think of them as all-knowing electronic gods? In a thousand years, will we have created a source of universal equilibrium? In a thousand years, will we wish then that we now would have learned our lessons about tempting fate? Only our descendants can know for sure what, what, what is going to happen in the thousand years of the next millennium and there you are and that is me making um a speculation just speculating on perhaps what is what is the future what is the next thousand years going to look like you know in this day and age we have we um very clever people have developed very clever machines, artificial intelligence that um, over time has got better and better and better. Uh, and now you've got artificial intelligence that can uh, write a song. It can uh, write an entire screenplay of a, of a film. Um, it can mimic the voice of someone. It can edit together uh clips and you can do so many things um and and as i say it's only going to get better computers are only going to get faster and uh, more integral into our society and as i say as time goes by as i speculated um people are going to incorporate technology into their into their bodies. I mean, you, you hear about um, some of the experimentation that is being um, carried out, um, and also the the you know 
the things that um, Elon Musk talked about, you know, about um, having a, you know, this this uh, this neural link uh, in in people's uh, heads, um, in their brain, connected to their, their brain, and you know that the possibilities when that is rolled out um, beyond just um, you know for um, the treatment of medical conditions of um, you know neurological conditions you know what what is next what what is going to happen when we you know start incorporating technology into ourselves when our mobile phones are literally embedded into our wrist you know when we can make a call and not even you know have to recharge anything it would just you know be generate it would generate electricity perhaps from our bioelectricity i don't know um but i don't know what's gonna as i say i don't know what's gonna happen but um it's it's um it's fun to speculate and that's something that's uh science fiction um has been doing from since its uh, inception um whether that is um let's like say the the time machine or star trek um or millennium um, science fiction writers and science fiction filmmakers and <clears throat> television makers they have tried to um, predict what the future will, will look like what we, who will we who we will be as a species as a people um, and I too as a, as a fan of science fiction I've looked at these um, these tales and I've wondered myself, you know, it, will that be our future? Will we be, how will we advance? How will we evolve um, as a species? Um, and will time travel ever be a possibility? Perhaps we walk past time travelers all the time. People who have traveled from the, the distant future into our present so that they can document and observe us um, and potentially even help us in in such a way before we we do something that may um, may lead to us making uh, a dire um, mistake that will lead to a, a future in which we um, in which we may not want to 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 come to fruition but then you know you have to be optimistic about the future uh well i mean you don't always have to be but uh most of the time i am no matter what's happened to me or where i've been or what what i see i always hope that the, that humanity and the um the population the vast uh, majority of earth will be able to come together and unify um and work together for a, a better um a better future for everybody but um that's why i like the optim the optimism of star trek you know um um but films like millennium as i say they're cautionary tales they they um remind us to uh to make the most of what we have and don't let things slip away you know do our best to preserve what we have for as long as we can um um and just you know 
be be mindful of what we're doing to each other to the planet because you know everything we do has a domino effect um on those around us and um it doesn't just stay in the time that it is happening it, um you know it, it affects the future um and um yeah so i think we should all be very mindful of that of our actions and our intentions but um but yeah so as i say um definitely definitely check out um the film millennium if you've never seen it um maybe even let me know what you think what you thought of the film and i hope you like the poem that i wrote which was inspired by the film you could say um and um and yeah get in touch uh and uh i'll be very happy to to hear um anything uh you have in reply uh but yeah so i think i'm gonna leave it there for now um i just want to say thank you for listening i uh, hope you like what you heard and i'll talk to you again soon